Welcome to Kick the Effin' Ball Podcast, where we talk all about the big ball and the small ball. From GA to LGFA to Hurling and Camogie. Here we go! And the referee is looking around and acting of Mickey. Slobberini, Slobberini! There's men being kicked and bruised all over. Over the bell with the bear for a day. Over the bell with the bear for a day. He got a boot in the head and you're not looking at it. He got a boot! Oh, how the hell are you? You're listening to Kick the Effing Ball, where we talk all about the big ball. And the small ball! Nathan, stop taking me lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode nine. Nine? I, yeah. We're, we're almost at double digits. Very close to it. Yeah, we're, we are very close to it. Um, each of us are close to triple digits on the scales. Yeah, we are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, huge guest on this week. Westmead legend, Dennis Glennon. I can only imagine you feel... The way I felt about Kieran McManus. Oh man, like Jesus. Dennis Glenn was a lad you looked up to years yeah. ago. When we were growing up, like he was only, I think, 18, 19 when he won Leinster Scene Championship with under Paddy O'Shea's guidance back in 04. Yeah, we see, I always um, I always would have heard of him because myself and Wayne Flanagan, obviously Pat's son. Yes. We would have been Pally and still are, I suppose, just don't see each other that much. But we would have been Pally and Pat was over Terrell's Pass at the time. And he was constantly talking about Dennis and David Glennon, the two brothers, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, to be fair to um, Turles Pass, they've had some great footballers come out there to represent the county. And obviously, Dennis and David were obviously two of the main men, I suppose, along with Jerry Egan, Jamie Ganu, all these guys that have came. But Martin Flanagan? Yeah, Martin yeah. Flanagan was there as well. Of course, yeah. there was a Clara man in the fold as well. Yeah. Terence O'Brien, chubby. He was yeah. actually yeah he transferred over he transferred over but won well, he county with him didn't he oh, he did he did um, as captain am I right in saying Nathan I haven't a bull's notion I haven't either so ask Lennon when he's on he'll tell you <laughs> 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 alright folks listen on the weekend results we have to look at them as well yes another phenomenal win for Offaly a great win for Offaly in the secure, secure promotion up to Division 1 yes I've seen that uh, they put five goals passed down in O'Connor Park. Good good result. Well, any day you put five yeah, goals past any lad is a good result. That's the truth. I'd say he had a pin in his back picking the slitter out of the back of the net. That's the truth. Uh, in the Camogie side of things, off, we were very unlucky. Beaten uh, by Tipperary, wasn't it? Yeah, beaten by Tipperary. Beaten yeah. well by Tipperary. Yeah, um, yeah, listen, they're probably just not at that just yet, but they will be. No, they'll get there. Yeah. Uh, another unfortunate trouncing for Westmead in the, in the hurling. Um, bit of a recurring theme this season, though, wasn't it? Ah, so far listen, in the league, it's Division One. It's you know, it's it's top notch hurling. Are Westmead able for Division One? Realistically, no, they're not. Like, but what way are Offaly going to attack it now next year? Uh, to be honest with you, I think Offaly are going to be very much in the same boat. Then, yeah, I can't see how it'd be any different anyway. No. Like, in fairness, yeah, okay, they haven't been beaten in the league. Yeah, but you're playing the likes of down, down. That wouldn't be phenomenally known as a hurling county. No, you're playing the likes like of. Who else did they play? But Carlo, did they? No, I don't think... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. They did? They did. They played Carlo. Uh, you say I'm useless. Yeah, no, no, they played Carlo. Ah, listen, uh, it will be... In, uh, d- d- in, unless you're in the top six in the hurling, like, unless mm-hmm. you're your Kilkenny's, your Limericks, your Wexford, your Waterford. Where are you going with Wexford? They couldn't even beat Antrim. I know. <laughs> but Antrim are after coming on a site. Like, they're the team so far. They're the story of 2021. Like, yeah. 
Because no one gave them a hope. It was a really good result. Yeah. Did you see Jerry Adams in the stand? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, did you see? Did you see the memes on Facebook? Yeah, though? yeah. Like the whole place, the whole place didn't know what to do with this. Number shouting, blowing up, ref. But it isn't a typical, like a typical uh, Belfast. You know, arrive up, uh, Davy Fitz and his troops driving up to Belfast, and here's Jerry Adams standing above in the hill, looking down at you. Uh, but it's tip, it's typical Irish though. Like that oh, picture yeah. was taken and put on Facebook and straight away they took the piss out of it. Oh yeah. A little bit like your man or friends after with Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that was them? the best one <laughs> all week. The best thing to come from that whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> because apart from that, uh, I actually watched our friend's union and it was an hour and 38 minutes. I will never get back. Look, I'd come here to tell you, we're not going to go into it because I have a lot of strong opinions as to why people shouldn't have been on that program. Justin Bieber's an arsehole. Anyway, Murph. Yeah, so club championship trials have been made. They have. Yes, for Westmead in the men's football and in Offaly as well. So this week we're going to look at just a brief through of the Westmead fixtures because obviously we have Dennis on later on, so I'll chat to him about it. Get his predictions um, off and what he reckons is going to happen. Yeah, so it's done in... Uh, for this, we look at straight into Shea Marta precast senior football section A. That's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? It is, yeah. And I wouldn't mind it, right? Group A and Group B in seniors, there's six teams in both of them, right? Mm-hmm. So there's 12 teams in pl- competing for the championship. And only the top two teams out of Section B will qualify for the quarterfinal. Top two teams out of Section yeah. B qualify for the quarterfinal. Quarter yeah, so there's going to be another so four teams that are going to lose out and two teams then will look at relegation match. So how many teams come out of Group A? Four. Four, so you're left with six. Yeah. So obviously two go straight to a semi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So round one. Be like yourself, you go straight to a semi. <laughs> 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 round one in this game, uh, there's some bites of games like unbelievable. First round of championship, Gary Castle versus that loan. Oh, that's a nice little derby. John Kane and Gary Dolan versus Liam McHale. Me old man. I'll buy you, as I can tell you, skin will fly there. Do <laughs> 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 mark my word. Well, there will be lumps behind each other. They'll have to get the riot squad in after the game. <laughs> yeah, well, I, this is, I'm right saying this is Gary uh, under John Kane and um, under John and Gary Don. This is their third year there. They've won a senior championship with them. Um, I think it could have been their first year in charge, second year in charge. Um, and since that, Last year they were beaten in a quarter final. I thought they would have actually gone a little bit further. Um, so this year, like they still have all the talent. They still have r- some players in there, like Jimmy Dolan, Alex Gardner, these guys that are knocking around. Then you look at that loan, Lee McHale. Like, Lee McHale's a legend yeah. in the old football, like just an absolute legend. And he'd done unbelievable work at loan last year, getting them to a senior county final compared to, I was it two years ago during the relegation, senior relegation playoff. So a complete turnaround. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. And he, listen, he's got lads in the right way. Like, listen, you still have Ray Cannell in there, Noli Mulligan. Um, you'll have the likes of Richie Green in there. He came on. He was there last year, and he done a lot of the damage for them as well. Then they have an unbelievable uh, underage structure coming through in the terms of Kieran Coakley. Uh, in or there's a young Martin Gosson down there. That are all playing minor county football, have played minor county football, or are playing minor county football. You know you're getting old when you're calling a minor footballer a gossip. Yeah, but that's it. That's <laughs> the truth. Jesus. And then if you head to the north side of Westmead, 
The north side. The north side. The downs versus the Lomans. St. Lomans. Nice little Mullingar derby there. Yeah, oh, that will be fiery as well. As bad as Gary Cat. Tell you, the best thing they could do is just go straight to the gardens and just say, lads, on the weekend of this, these games, just, you know, book yourself off. You yeah, know, it'd be the handiest thing. Don't bother working that day, you'll be fine. But there'll be some slaps of that as well. Like, well, I remember years ago, the Downs coming to Clara to play a senior. I, I'm nearly sure it was a senior football challenge match. And they only arrived on with 15 players. That's 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 a dog shouting in the background, man. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, we're not in our usual setting this week. Our normal studio is undergoing a little bit of renovation. So we're in Murph's house this week and there's a dog howling in the background. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up, shut Anyway, getting back to it. Look, never mind that. We'll, we, we'll try and fix that in post, even though I probably won't. But I remember them coming over and they turned on with 15 players. And Catch Buckley was refereeing the game, right? <laughs> right. Which is enough said, like, you know... But I, I never forget, to turn up with 15 players, I think they finish with 10 in the field. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's going to be some It's gonna be some match. But what might, it's not even they were being dirty or anything like that. It was just they were playing hard-hitting football. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't. What's <laughs> this? Do you know what, Nate? Morph, I'm not recording over here anymore. Between dogs barking and lawnmowers going and your father waving in the windows. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. It's not the dog, it's the father. It's not the dog, it's the father. There's always something. <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was talking if about. If we ignore him, he might go yeah, away. He's you know been standing yeah. there for the last five minutes now and it's getting a little bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want nothing painted. Go on. <laughs> so, you look at the downs, right? Like, they have some sharpshooters as well. Like, Luke Lachlan. Like, that man has destroyed teams on his own. Can I just state, your name and out, lads, and you might as well be sta- be naming out the panel <laughs> for the Eurovision for the Eurovisions. I haven't a clue what you're on about. Yeah, well, you <laughs> might know, but there'll be people that will know. Okay, Luke we'll Lachlan yeah. has bet teams on his own, like, and he has the likes of uh, Adam, which is the brother there as well. Niall Mitchell, these lads, phenomenal footballers. And then you look at Lomans, Jesus, like one senior county champions last year. Um, they have been uh, senior county championships have won multiple senior county championships under Luke Dempsey's era. John Heslin, Ronan O'Toole, um, Peter Foy's in there, he came transferred in last year from Longford. Oh, just Jason Daly, their goalie, just phenomenal, phenomenal team. Like, and there's a, I was, believe it or not, there's actually an awfully man over them. Um, now, for the likes of me, I'm going to say Declan Kelly's his name. I'm not 100% sure now okay. on this, but I'm going to say that's him, right? And then the last game at Division one a in the old senior a section of the championship is Carlstown Guinegad versus Dennis Glenn's home club Turles Pass. Carlstown Guinegad. Oh, sorry, is it that posh? I don't know. I just seen the signs. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah. I saw the signs. <laughs> but you know what? That's going to be a cracking game as well. So yeah. like all the games are going to be top notch at that section of the senior a championship. Yeah. Then you look at the senior b. Same thing again. It's really, really good games. First round, first game is Colliery versus Shandona. Colliery being Mount Temple yeah, direction? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Colliery, same thing. Really good footballers. Conor McCormack. Um, They're kind of two strong rural clubs, yeah. aren't they? Like oh, Shandona yeah. be only a small place as well. Yeah, but Shandona are getting a lot. They pull a lot from the likes of Mullingar. They did get the outspill of Mullingar. Okay. A lot of their underage would probably be pulled a lot out of Mullingar as well. All right. Um, 
you know, because if the housing state's built up there. Like will, you do me, will you do me a favour? Will you go out and hit that leather belt or something? Or just put a blind up. What put is wrong with going you? To, there's a blind up actually. Put it down there, will you? <laughs> <laughs> and then in our next game, in our next game, we have Rosemount versus Mullingar Shamrocks. Okay. Where um, our old buddy Baidu will be in action. Yeah, yeah. See, that'll be a cracker of a match as well. Is Dan Bowling still playing football? The bowl Dan Bowling. Would you believe it? I'd say he's playing a bit of junior football. Right. Too busy yeah. fiddling. Yeah, yeah, well, that could be true. Yeah. Now, when we talk about fiddling now. For the purpose of that comment, Dan Boland is actually an All Ireland FLA winning fiddle player who toured with the Furies and many other acts. <laughs> that wasn't any, there was no sexual innuendo there at all. The man is a really good fiddle player. And then, obviously, in the Rosemont, like, the new management there, uh, Ian Bradley's gone in with them this year. Frankie Dolan was with them last year. Thought you would have got the call up for that job now. <laughs> I'm not. Nathan, I'm not liked. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm that big, they had to pay me twice. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last game of the Senior B is Moat All Whites versus Kalukin. That is also going to be Moat's well, first see, time up in Senior Championship football in years. I won last year Intermediate Championship. The thing with Kalukin as well is they would have a lot of Dublin people living in the village that are commuting. Correct. And I'm only going to assume they'd have a couple of dubs on the team. Um, don't know. Right no, no. Don't know on that. But I do know that they would be very much on their side of things up north by Smith Beast, a hurling stronghold. Um, but Did they've still managed to maintain. Was it the senior. ladies' football team that won a couple of seniors in a row? Or no, no, no. No? Or their Camogie team? Uh, I have a feeling we had this discussion before, but I can't remember. Could have. Anyway, sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Nathan likes to ramble. M- my <laughs> my predictions, early predictions <coughs> for the senior championship this year in Westmead. I'm going to go. What out was that? Limb. I just I was kind of. What was that? It was kind of. <laughs> I was kind of like a fart, but I was trying to think at the same time. Um, I'm going to say it'll be a Lomans and Gary Castle. Senior final this year, big call. Yeah, that's mm. that's that's what I'm thinking. Listen, I look at the intermediate as well, and then just a quick look at this, and then next week. What about her old buddy in the short? And what way is him and Castle Lady facing up this year? Well, I'm trying to get to it. All right, okay. Just so trying to make conversation with you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> in the first round of intermediate championship this year, section A, you have Maryland versus St Malachy's. Maryland is that Drumraney. Drumraney. Yes, yeah. So just outside Ballymore. Uh, Kieran Martin, who captain Westmead, he'd be involved. Unfortunately, Kieran got a bad injury, suffered a bad injury here against Down last weekend. So you would me a favor. Yeah. Talk into the microphone, would you? I saw the sign. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he suffered a bad injury. So you'd be hoping. I'd love to see him back in the field for Maryland this year. They're under new management as well. Another awfully man, believe it or not. Uh, he was former for band manager. He's in with them. This year as well. St. Malachy's were intermediate semi-finalists last year. Um, so that'll be a cracking match. Ballymore and Milltown Pass is the next round of match in that. So mm. Milltown Pass would be there, thereabouts. They were betting intermediate semi-final as well last year. They were in two previous intermediate finals before that. Um, in a Judah, big day out, so. They are, they yeah. are, yeah, yeah. They are Judah, big day out. They're great footballers there as well. They actually do have great footballers there. Um, so you'd be expecting them to to get well, they won't be far off the beaten track. They'll be there thereabouts. And then you're looking at Tang and Castle Daly. 
in right. our last game of the first round of Section A Senior Section A Intermediate Championship. And that will be an absolute humdinger of a match. A humdinger. Yeah. Uh so Ender Sheeran obviously was at Castle Daly. He's newly gone in. He's with Longford Ladies. He was on with us. He was. And he makes th- lovely buns. He does. And then you've Mick Tumulty in managing Tang that has been there and we're best in the intermediate final last year. See, the funny thing about it, right, and a lad said to me the other day, and it's a true saying, it's harder to get into intermediate football in Westmead than it is to get out of it. Okay. Oh, no, maybe I said that wrong. Well, you probably did, but sure, look, <laughs> we'll go with it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, the whole thing was, it's a, it's a lot, it's a lot harder, it's a lot harder, uh, to get out of intermediate football in Westmead than it is. You can nearly always kind of predict who's winning the four or who's going to be winning the senior championship in Westmead. Right. Intermediate, it's so unpredictable. Like I can tell you here and now, no one, absolutely no one, would have said that Mort would have won intermediate title last year. I can guarantee you that. So if I look at the section B of that as well, Nathan, it's the same thing as well. Like a lot of good games in it. You'll have the likes of Tubber Clear. Um What? Oh, is there uh, more I'm fully sure your mother and father should be. Is this place haunted? Uh, it must be. Is this place haunted? you know what, Nathan? I'm talking no more about Westmeet senior football. Because this is all I keep talking about. People keep coming to the window. I know, yeah. I wouldn't mind if she brought out tea or, or you know, an out sandwich yeah. or something. Oh, we're getting as your father doing an awful lot of heavy breathing again the window. And that is scary. That's, uh, I ain't recording over here. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ned. Will we make the call? We make the call. All right, folks. On this week's podcast, I am delighted. Absolutely delighted. I'm like a child here at Christmas. And I wouldn't mind. I even have the Christmas trees set up in the shed. We do have the Christmas trees set up in the shed. (laughs) I'm (laughs) delighted to have Dennis Lennon, Westmead legend. Absolute legend. Coming on to the show. All the way from Tyrrell's Pass. County Westmead. Hello. Hello. Alright folks, on this week's podcast we are delighted to have the Westmead legend that is Dennis Glennon. He was the full forward for the Westmead team that won their first and ever Leinster Senior Championship back in 2004. He also has won multiple senior county titles with Turles Pass. He's a National League winner with Westmead and on top of that he captained Westmead in 2011. Dennis, how the hell are you? How are you Alan, how are things? Good, good. After a bit of technical difficulty we're back on the road. Ah, sure, these things happen. <laughs> Dennis, we'll dive straight into it. Dennis, where did you get your love for the game? Um, well, I suppose at a young age, I started sport, you know, um, in Rochford Bridge. Uh, that's where I grew up, you know, and my, I suppose the youngest part of my uh, life. Um, I got involved in athletics down in the schools, and I suppose I started to go very well at the athletics, and um, I ended up representing Westmead and Mosley and stuff like that, and I suppose the GA started coming to me then to realise there was a bit of pace to me, a bit of speed, and uh, I got involved in it from there. But I suppose my big brother Christopher was already involved with Roger Bridge, and um, you know he was he was mad keen into the GA. So he kind of got me down, and uh, I suppose it took off from there. And you said you you were born and raised in Roger Bridge. For a teenage Dennis, was most of the time spent uh, socialising or was it on a pitch or where, what were you at, Dennis? 
Um, socialising. I don't think I went out until I was nearly eighteen. Um, really? Most of my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of my focus would have been always sports. You know, sports orientated. Um, both my parents, I suppose, uh, got heavily involved with me and with my brother David. And uh, you know, I suppose they kept us focused on that. And uh, I suppose it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I started to make my own decisions and yeah. uh, started going out and socialising. Am I right, saying Dennis? You were only eighteen when you came in in 04, or eighteen or nineteen with the Westmead Seniors. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it would have been yeah. eighteen and nineteen when we actually won it. Like that must have been uh, some going. Like uh, you wouldn't really see it now, but like that must be some going for a, a guy of your age to come in to be playing full forward on a team that wins a Leinster Senior Football Championship with the likes of Desi Dolan, Rory O'Shaughnessy, Damien Healy, Gary Conton, John Ke- uh, these guys that are legends in Westmead. Like, how did that even come about, or how did you end up going in with? Because on top of all them, you had the legend that is Paddy O'Shea it, that would took you. That like, how did that end up, or were you involved with the minors, or? Yeah, well, I was, I suppose, um, I kind of knocked on at the club scene with Terrell's Pass um, at a very young age. In 2001, I played my first year. I was only 16. And we got to the county final. We were unlucky. Gary Castle won their first championship that year, you know, a very strong team. But um, I suppose I was playing senior club football at the highest standard um, at 16. And um, I suppose I started making a mark at a very young age at that stage. And I was playing... I think I was playing with the county minors and um, the year after I was playing with county under 21s at 17, you know, so it wasn't something that um, it was unfamiliar for me to be young and to be playing with, uh, with adult players. Um, I was quite accustomed to it at that stage, but I suppose when Paddy came, it was something uh, that I wanted to really get involved with, you know. And like, first off, we, we talk about potty, but were, were you in school, like, uh, when you were with, or were you just out of school in college when you won the Lens Championship? Yeah, no, I was just finished um, school and I was down in Athlone uh, College down there and I was in my first year, yeah. With, with the bowl, Gary Salmon? Well, it was Gary Salmon <laughs> that had me down there. Yeah. <laughs> he took, he took plenty of lads down there, yeah. Yeah, yeah something. Um, what was potty like to work with, Dennis? Um, well, I've often, you've often heard uh, him described as a rogue, you know, and yeah, like he was that, and I suppose he was, a, he had to be that way because he was coming into a county that really had never achieved anything, so he had to do something a little bit different. There was no point being nice. Uh, he yeah. wanted to go in, he wanted to do a job, and that's what he was, you know. They took yeah. no prisoners. Yeah, and I suppose, it, like it, as we said, it wasn't long for you before we got success, and you won your first. Uh, senior Leinster Championship uh, and it's the only one they've won to date um, in 2004 as an 18 or 19 year old surely jeez that must have been some crack yeah it was it was special there's no other way like um, I, it was something that I can't even go into words how it was because Paddy brought this new dimension you know this uh, yeah. media that was put on to an inter-county team that it was never there before. Um, like we had, we'd guys from RT filming us to make that documentary in Maroon. Yeah. They were there every, yeah. every training session. We thought we were professionals. You know, it was like something, <laughs> was, you know, <laughs> we, we genuinely thought we felt special, you know. And I think that uh, that mentality actually stuck with us when we got onto a pitch, you know. Yeah. I'm like, for people, obviously, that I, unless you're living on the rock, like he put in some performances them years. 
uh, that year, particularly in, like beating Dublin in the Leinster Championship. Uh, he bet Wexford along the way. He bet awfully for the first time. And like, just to be a part, if you never won the Championship, just to be a part of them days was phenomenal as well. And to be fair, you were very unlucky, I suppose, against Derry in that quarter final because you could have easily went on to meet Kerry that year in an all Ireland semi-final. Like, I'll never forget being young. Like, them days were just precious. And when he came back into Westmead, like, Jesus, you were like gods walking around the place. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like, it was very special times, you know. And I think, look, if you look at all the young players now that are playing for Westmead and yeah. like, you know, at the top, the, even the top players, they're all after pulling from that, you know, like there's some yeah. terrific footballers in Westmead that probably wouldn't stay at it. Only yeah. for, you know, that all four team that influenced them to stay around because as you said, uh, we were heroes back then, you know, we achieved something that was very special that was never done before. And, you know, it, it kind of, it's still in a lot of people's minds, you know, it'll be with me till the day I die, you know. Yeah, and uh, Dennis, you, you, as well as I suppose with uh, county, like you, great success with Turles Pass as well in the mid 2000s. Uh, he won multiple county titles. I, I think uh, Claraman Pat Fanning was with you, if I'm right, saying in one or two of them. Um, and he mm. obviously went on to manage you then at inter county level as well. Like, I suppose winning uh, an uh, inter county title, Lens Championship, is special, but Jesus, winning a club title. Is even better. Like it's no better feeling to go back into your club at county. Like, how did that feel for you? Because you're still a young lad. Yeah, well, I suppose for me, I think um 06 when we won our first senior title, it was more special because um I was a little bit more mature, you know. I had, I suppose, a little bit more um we had a lot more uh I suppose bad days. 2005 was a very bad year for Westmead after the success. Yeah. So I experienced an extreme low after an extreme high. So I was fully, I suppose, clued into um, winning my first senior championship. And uh, like my granddad, who was a, a granddad Glennon, who was a very, very, uh, I suppose, uh, a committed GA man, he had passed the year previous. And one of the things he always said to me was, you know, try and win a championship for your club. And yeah. so when we won that, like I don't, I suppose, very seldom I show emotion, but I did show emotion in 06 when we won that, you know. Yeah, oh, listen, I think I think that I think everyone has little things that that uh, they click on to that drives them over the line to win stuff like that. But am I right saying you, you won maybe two or three county titles in that in the mid two thousands? Am I right? We won um two, yeah. We won yeah, you won two. Oh six and oh seven. And in oh seven we got to the Leinster final where Vincent beat us. Yeah, correct, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I suppose when you were there and you, you were there, Glenn, and I think everyone kind of knew you at this stage. Your little brother came on, David. Well, he's not yeah. so little, but <laughs> he, he, he came on the scene then as well. Uh, were you there when he came into the into county? Like, were you there for the guidance or were you there? Were you the brother that laid down the lot and pulled less of the shit? Yeah, well, it's because <laughs> he'll say different I, now. I'm only imagining, yeah, yeah. I, I, to be honest, I think David has always kind of been his own man. Yeah, if you ask anyone in the family, they'd nearly tell you he's more mature than I am. So, I think, <laughs> I, I think when he came into the four, he was actually probably the one with the level head, you know. No, he yeah. was probably one of the, the last of the very young players to get to play senior. I think David was 17 actually when he right. 18 when he, when he broke onto the Westmead senior panel. So um, I don't, I don't. Maybe David Duffy, I think, might have done it as well. But there's not too many players that were, you know, good enough at that age to break onto yeah. a senior, a senior um, outfit. So I suppose when he came in, I was still young. I was still only, you know, just turned twenty. So 
I think at the same time, it was Alan Mangan and James David and players like that that take two of us on. The, they had a big enough job of me without having to take David. <laughs> well, I could only imagine Buddha Mangan trying to put manners on him. I wouldn't think it went well, too well. Well, I'd, I'd say that's the reason he never drank because uh, <laughs> he had a tough enough job trying to keep us in line when we're, you know, being sober. And on a serious note, David, or sorry, I call you David now, Dennis, sure, on a serious right. note, Dennis, did you ever feel, because um, uh, you're so young, and like he, like when he won the Lens Championship and the whole lot, and then he had uh, senior club count championships medals, and like you were genuinely, I suppose, in that year, I even remember you, you like Don used to come to Cool Count, stuff like that, like you're an icon for young kids. Did you ever feel the pressure at any stage, like, you know, through the Ange County, stage that you're kind of like Jesus I have to actually stand up here and be role model for kids or did I ever get to you not really no I suppose as at such a young age it, it kind of I realized that it was something I was good at was playing football or running or basketball anything really that was sports orientated I was quite good at so you know I never felt um, pressure with it because the way I looked at it was you know I was confident because I wasn't good at a lot of other things. My mother would say, I wasn't that good in school, you know. Um, but it was something that I was confident in in my own ability. So I never felt the pressure, you know. And if you're looking at it now, I suppose, and I suppose now you've taken an, an outside seat, looking back on it, who would you have rated as probably one of the best players you've played within Westmead? I've worked played alongside. With. Yeah, played with, yeah. See, I suppose... Because I know there's so many. There's so yeah. many, yeah, but... It's quite a difficult um, question to answer because you could you could leave out. I've often seen lads uh, mention players and not mention me, and I'd be often thinking, "Well, I skinned that fella." Have you been thinking, "Oh, where did that come from?" But no, like the obvious ones, you're always going to say, "Look at Desi Dole and Martin Flanagan." My brother David was injury permitted yeah. would have been would have been one of the best, you know. But like a player, I suppose that doesn't get the credit would have been Alan Mangan. Like this is the man. Oh, that, he, he was phenomenal. Yeah, and like he's kind of, you'd nearly forget about him at times. He kicked four points in the Leinster final, you know. Um, yeah. He was a man that could kick off both feet. He was just a technically gifted footballer, but I suppose uh, he probably didn't get the credit because me and Desi seemed to be getting, you know, well, if we weren't getting abused, you were getting the credit, but he would have been up there for me as well, you know. Yeah, and to, to I suppose, top it off, for Alan doesn't know, like, Alan then went on to manage Ian Turles Pass as well. What yeah. was the relate? What was the relate? Because it obviously you played. What was the relationship like there? Like how do how do you come in and manage someone? Was he a tickhor as a manager? Or <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Like he wasn't. I think um, what worked well for Alan. Like I think at club level, you just have to manage things completely different than you would in a county team because yeah, like player, players do not have the same mentality. You're going to have seven eight players that would have an inter county mentality, and you yes. can you can deal with them a certain way. <laughs> But there are other players that have to be babied and that have to be looked after. And I think Alan, much like Pat Flanagan, was that type of person who was well able to man- manage players and, yeah. you know, get the best out of each player. So, like, I suppose at this stage, when we broke, I suppose when Alan took over Terrell's Pass, he knew at that stage we were such close buddies. He knew how to manage me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And... I suppose from outside of football for a minute, for anyone who doesn't know, like you were joined, you've joined the Gardaí and you've worked Gardaí for many years. Like, first off, the first question is, how did you end up becoming a guard? And the second question is, how did you commit to a high standard of inter-county football day in, day out? 
as long as well as being a guard like because surely to god you know you do work late hours late nights it's not just a case it's a nine to five you know what i mean how, yeah. how did you do it it was extremely difficult to be honest um it's probably the most difficult thing about playing inter-county football you know as i look back on it now i think the great career choice is either a student or a teacher you know <laughs> <laughs> it's very very difficult as a guard um because you're working nights and you're working weekends so, you know, you do need a little bit of leeway from work, but you need, um, you know, you need good people around you. And lucky enough, I've, I've always had that. I've had good workmates and I've had um, good colleagues that, um, you know, got me through it. Yeah, and I'm sure you were, you got plenty of uh, lip in the ear against opponents if you were a guard on the pitch. <laughs> well, well, I suppose. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I got more lip off the pitch than I did in the pitch. But, uh, <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> there, there are good times but I suppose the most I was working I'm stationed in Offaly my whole 15 year oh. service now I'm in Offaly and luckily Gorge. enough we've yeah we've been on the right end of the results for those 15 years thank God uh, how did that see that didn't go well after some of the championship match you were even in on Monday oh no it was never good but uh, look at I think most <laughs> most of the guards are from are from outside as well so we're kind of stuck together with it you know and I suppose in 2008, then, uh, Dennis, you went on, you won a Division Two National League title, beating Dublin up in Park Talton Mead. I'll never forget that game. Mm. But that year in particular, Tommaso Flatterty was Richie, and he had an unbelievable team. Uh, well, I personally thought it was one of the best teams Westmead ever had. Um, do you think he should have went further that year? Because def- defensively, you were unbelievable. But I just don't know what, you know, it was a year that you, yeah. he ended up being bet by Tyrone in, in uh, up in Oma that they went on to win the All-Ireland, and he probably could have bet Tyrone. Yeah, I think we were extremely unlucky that day because we came from a good league campaign into championship, and we're very confident, you know, and yeah. we went up to play Tyrone, and I remember um, we were, I think we were up going into the last 10 minutes or so, and then I think uh, the doer gentleman was up to his old antics, and he got Damien Healy and Dorn Hart sent off, and then... <laughs> We were chasing the game after it, and I'm I was right beside the action. It was the biggest acting I'd ever seen in my life, you know. It was I, so I, cynical, but it cost us. It cost us big time. I'll never forget it because I was actually up at that game, and I, you probably mm. wouldn't know him, but he's a Rosemont man here, Charlie Norris, um, mm. from Rosemont. And now this lad would go follow Westmead religiously, and of course, when that actually happened, we were stuck. Me, I was only gossip time, 12, 13 years of age. And Charlie brought me to the game and two of us were stuck above in uh, the terrace side, absolutely packed to the balls of Tyrone players. And the abuse this lad started shouting out, well, I thought, Jez, I'd never get out of Tyrone, just for, <laughs> just for me safety. But as I always say, like in terms of Brian Dewar, it takes a good lad to get one lad sent off. But it takes some smart two lads. To to oh, Lord. <laughs> it was, and you know, it, like it was so frustrating walking off the pitch because like they were a top top team, and we were coming yeah. from such. You know, we we bet Dublin in. You know, there, there's not too many teams to beat Dublin, and we yeah. bet them. You know, when they were in the start of their, I suppose, the juggernaut, and we bet them. You know, we bet them quite well, and yeah. we were confident going into that game. But when we walked out after losing under those circumstances, and we still had a chance to win it, we were yes. through at the end. Uh, Desi had a one on one, and he could have given it across to me, but he took the shot and kicked it wide. Like, I remind him every time we play golf together, but. Uh, uh, you know, we're so close <laughs> and what could have been, but unfortunately. And I suppose then on top of that as well, so you, obviously uh, for people that wouldn't know, you're 
haven't listened already that like you, you have played club football in Turles Pass and has produced some phenomenal players the likes of yourself, David, Jerry, and Martin Flanagan. Uh, I'm just talking to current players here. Uh, Connor Slevin is involved with them. Um, there's been numerous lads, so even I know Jamie uh, Ganoud, yeah. Jamie Ganoud, Terence O'Brien actually came in. I remember as well, he's from uh, Clara, came in, transferred Richie. He played like deep, phenomenal footballers. In is there anyone that you would say was probably one of the, I suppose, most influential players to you in terms pass back in that era? Uh, yeah, a player, I suppose, Be- again. Because you, you, yeah, you, you've had such like Jesus Dennis, like you, as long as I've known you, you've been playing club football, senior, like so. You've played with many people for anyone that doesn't know, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, I think, I think you know, you look at you've named the players, but the player that for me worked so well for me as a player, and another player, a bit like Alan, never got the credit for the ability he had was um, Philip Sheridan. Um, oh, class. You know, we call him in terms past, we call him skilly filly because it doesn't matter what he puts his hand at. He does it and he does it with, at such a high level, you know. And when we were playing, when, West, when Terz Pass were winning our championships, uh, we had obviously with a very strong full forward line and Martin, myself and the brother David, but it was the ball that that man used to give in to us. Like he yeah. just, he, he could read our minds and know what type of run we were going to make and he would just stick it on your chest and you know, he was that that player at club level for me that was just, you know, very influential. Yeah. Um, very influential, you know. Uh, who is the toughest opponent you ever marked, Dennis? Oh, there's without a doubt, um, John Kane. Without a doubt. Really? Oh, there's no one that even comes close to him. No one that comes close to him. <laughs> he'll be he'll have a big head on him now next. <laughs> yeah, he's well used to it. He's been, like, but like the lads will tell you. I remember I was up at the Aussie Rules um, a few times and we were just meeting together a few of the boys and I was chatting to Gooch Cooper and a few of the lads and Michael Meaton was there at the time and uh, they were just talking about John Kane, how exceptional a defender he was and how tight he was and they didn't like marking him. And then we were going out to play a game and I'll never forget it. I was, uh, I was walking down the far direction because I was on the, so- the weaker team at the time and uh, I suppose the stronger backs were on our team at the time yeah. and the Gooch and Michael Meaton were walking and they're walking towards John Kane. And I just seen the two boys heading for the, the, the opposite corner of John because <laughs> neither of them wanted to mark him. And I just said, you know, it's, it's not just me that has trouble with this man. You know, yeah. he, he was... He didn't yeah. want to play football. He just wanted to make sure you didn't play football. Yeah, and that's I think that's something that, to be fair to him, that he's instilled anywhere he's went, like, and he's had success even on the management side of things now. In 2017, Dennis, you retired from intercounty football. Was it hard to step away after all those years? Um, yes and no. I suppose when you're at it for such a long time, mm-hmm. I had 14 years with Westmead, I suppose, turns past now, I'm pushing on this, well, 20 seasons. Like, there's an awful lot of yeah. wear and tear that the body builds up. When you're out on the pitch, you feel grand. But I remember at the it was 2016 county final, I remember a half time being in the dressing room and I was getting these pains down my legs and I genuinely didn't think I'd be able to go for the second half, you know. Right, and well. it, started to, it started to dawn on me that my body was, was not where it used to be, you know. And that if I wanted to, I have young kids and stuff, I was thinking to myself, I want to be able to enjoy life with these after football. And lucky enough, I had achieved, you know, most of my goals as a footballer. So I had yeah. to make a decision to step, step away to give myself an extra few years with the club. Thankfully, I got to do that, you know. It's something I've been able to step away from now as well. And, uh, you know, I have no regrets. 
And I suppose I was just reading the New York City and I couldn't believe it. So you scored a total of 11 goals and 231 points in your career at Westmead. You were make, making your mark as the third highest scorer in Westmead ever. Like, Jesus surely had a sore foot from all <laughs> from all yeah. his score. Uh, most of them were from, from play as well, my God. <laughs> yeah, Desi, Desi always yeah, took I the always, ball off you. Yeah. Yeah, I always tell it. I remember we played a, a match in, uh, I think it was in the Burn Cup match, and we were playing at loan, I think. I was marking Kieran Martin at the time, and I got 1 5, and Desi got 5 points, but Desi just got 5 frees, and we opened the paper the next day, and here was Desi, man of the match. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, actually, and this is just a memory, yeah. just come back to me, am I right saying you're yeah, in a Burn Cup final back, it was in 2004, against me, but you stretched it off. Was that yeah, I said yeah. that. I just yeah, yeah, come back yeah, in my own yeah, head. Yeah. yeah, you got a bad knock yeah. as well. Anthony Miles went straight into the back of my head. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember that actually because the, it was the busiest or the biggest crowd I'd ever seen in Cusick Park because Paddy was there. Me, oh, it was, it was me. Yeah, you know, it was a final as well, so there was a massive interest in it. And I'll never forget. I was only this was my realization of what senior in the county football was. I was lying on the ground. I genuinely thought my neck was broke. And all I could hear was a Mead supporter shouting, dig a hole and roll him into it. And I says, oh my God, what am I after getting myself in for here? And uh, I know apart from your retirement, like I, I just to refer back to you, you did obviously captain Westmead uh, senior football team back in 2011. Like that must have been a big, big occasion for you personally after yeah. all the years soldiering with them like, yeah, like it, it's a massive honour to captain your, your your county team, but I suppose it didn't really mean that much to me um, because all I want to do is play football. And I always found that captaincy added a pressure that I didn't want. You know, even turns past there, nearly every year, you'd always say, we're going to make you captain. And I'd always turn it down. I'd say, I don't want that to do with it. I want to concentrate playing my own game um, because... Like it's it's hard enough to perform to a high standard without having to worry about everyone else, how yeah. everyone else is keeping and stuff like that. I think it takes a certain character to to do the captain's role. And I don't think it ever suited me. It's it suited look, I think Jerry Egan was a great captain, you know. Um David Ashockness, he was a good captain. Uh, you know, there's there's people out there that are just born to be good captains and still yeah. perform. I always preferred to kind of just focus on my own game, you know. And try yeah. and influence player players on a quieter, you know, one to one rather than be worrying about a, a full panel of players. Yeah, yeah, and then on top of that, um, I was only going through other little bits today. Like you were narrowly defeated last year in a club county final. Like I mean to say, talk about heartbreak. Um, I was even about crying myself looking at it. Um, it was a hard one to take. Would you put? Will you be putting back on the Turles Pass jersey for 2021 and giving it one more crack? And you actually played, you that would normally be the sharp shooter up front, you played a completely different role last year. And it was, yeah. a, role, it was a role that well, I thought you, if there was a player of the year in Westmead last year, you would have won it because you were. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, look, I suppose for me, football is football. Um, yeah. it, you know, people are surprised when they see me playing this role, but. When I was growing up, I was a defender. I used to, when I was playing with Westmead under 14s, poor old Ned playing, God rest his soul. <laughs> Ned put me straight in wing back, you know, that's where he wanted me playing. And then as I grew up, you know, through the Westmead teams, I was moved up to midfield and then into the forward. So, like, I started my career 
back in the backs. Actually, I started in goals with Roger Bridge, but I moved my way <laughs> the whole way up through the team. So it, I was very familiar with, with the roles, you know, and how to play them. So it wasn't something that was completely uh, new to me. And then again, I Darren Quinn in goals there to kind of yeah. po- point me where to go. Like you have an inter-county, and like Darren Quinn's still the best goalie in Westmead. I had a player like that that was able to tell me where I needed to be when the ball yeah. was coming down certain directions. And, you know, we worked well together last year. But no, I think I'd come to the end of, you know, my, my football and even at club level now. I just, it's not, not that I can't perform. It's just that it's just taken me far too long to recover after it. And when you have two young kids, and you know you just have to prioritise well Dennis that's no excuse I had Kieran McManus on last week and he was telling me he's retired he's 45 years of age but yet he's still down there feeding in Tupper <laughs> yeah. with all the young lads so I'm pretty yeah. sure you have another few years left in the legs Jesus I don't know I don't feel it I don't feel it in the mornings when I get up <laughs> Dennis on, on a serious note obviously you're, you're saying that you're, you're retiring and finishing up do you ever feel uh, obviously when the time does come and you do hang up the boots for good would you consider going into management tennis or would it be something you'd like to do? Yeah, it's definitely a line. I suppose a couple of clubs rang me even after the county final this year, wondering would I get involved with them. And it's definitely, it's in my plans. You know, I've been lucky enough to work under probably the best club manager in Pat Flanagan, definitely the best inter-county manager in Paddy O'Shea. And Tomás of Flatterty, let's not forget yeah. Tomás was a very influential figure in Westmead football. So I've picked up an awful lot of, um, I suppose, their traits over the years, their, I suppose, way of doing things. And I'd have my own way, I suppose, the modernization, the way the game has gone. I've been around a long time. I kind of lucky in a way I've been involved with the old school players and I suppose the new management players. Yeah. So I pu- I've, I've learned from all of them and it's something that, you know, definitely in the future I'm looking to kind of bring. Oh, it's excellent. Jesus, I hope I don't see it. Maybe he might come to Rosemont manager more <laughs> to win a senior county title against her fast. I don't think that'll go too well. Ah, you have a good Roger Bridgeman there that was there when I was starting outside looking after you. Mr. Bradley, yes, he is there this yeah. year. Um, and, and I suppose on top of that as well, uh, you've also, because I I've completely forgot about this, you would have played um, football with the guards. Yeah, uh, like Jesus, that must be some crack. And I seen the Lazar on the on the guard team. Jesus, that's nearly like an All Ireland winning team as well. <laughs> yeah, well, we, the lads. yeah, we had a very good team. We got to the Sigerson final, and we were betting extra time. And Aidan Matney as well from Kerry. And yeah, how we do you know? And we're very close. We're still very close. I, I don't think there's a day that goes by I don't talk to Aidan Matney. You know, it's just genuinely because of playing Sigerson football together it was just yeah. it was just a great tournament and as you said it was great crack because everyone wanted to get a clip of the guards you know this is, oh, their, opportunity. Yeah. This is their opportunity to hit a guard and get away with it as such but <laughs> we, we really enjoyed it you know and even, even some of my fondest memories playing football was definitely with the guards it's crazy, you know, because I yeah. and I, obviously I think it's a pity that it's it's gone now that obviously the last few years of college with Sigerson and stuff like that. Um and it is a pity that it's not there. But I used to remember actually, particularly, I remember there was a photo of you. I was only looking as well of you open crow park dressed dressed to the guard. The guard in uniform, yeah. <laughs> Dennis, I suppose on I don't want to keep you too much longer, but one thing I, I will ask you. What this Westmead Senior Championship draw was done during the week, uh, intermediate championship, and so was the junior championship. If I was to ask you to give us even your final appearance uh, in the terms of who you reckon being the senior, intermediate and junior championship this year. How is that going to go for you? 
it's a tricky you one. have to look at it first yeah 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 well look at the senior one you, you can be sure there's going to be a town team in it anyway um yeah. look at i suppose you're always going to have teams like the downs and terrace pass knocking on the doors as well and kinney god have made great strides you, you know it's hard to see past lowman's because look at they have Shane Dempsey back now. Um, oh, I didn't know he was back. Yeah, wow. yeah I, was ta- I was talking to Shane actually yesterday. He's back and like I don't think people realise how good a footballer Shane Dempsey Unbelievable. Is. Yeah. When the ground is hard, there's not too many players that can stop Shane Dempsey when he you know, gets moving. So they're going to be very hard bet, you know. And like you have Gary Castle. I always have Gary Castle there. Munningar Shamrocks have a good friend of mine, Jack Sheedy, after taking over the team there. So... Jack Sheedy doesn't get involved with the team unless he knows there's a good potential in them. So, you know, the, the senior championship is going to be open, but it is very hard to see past Lomans. Yeah. Um, inter- intermediate, I suppose, I wouldn't be an expert on it, but I think I genuinely think Milton Rack and Rat uh, won't be um, found wanting this year. That James David involved with them, and like James David has a, has a good uh, CV there with Lomans. And yeah. being involved with the Leinster winning team, so um, I mean, the young lads walking by here, <laughs> see what's going <laughs> You're on. All right. uh, yeah, uh, you know they'll be there, thereabouts. Milltown Pass, you know, like it's a great championship as well. Don't ask me about junior. I genuinely have no clue about junior, but um, but the only thing about I always say about intermediate championship football in Westmead, it's nearly. Uh, harder to get out of it than it is to get into it. You know that sort of way. Yeah. Like Jesus, like you, I wouldn't have put more down last year to win an intermediate county title. Like Jesus, I don't yeah. think anyone would have. You know, like, and it's yeah, it's funny you say that. Like when I seen the they played Terrace Pass in the league match last year, and I wasn't playing myself, but they bet us out the gate, and right. straight away, straight away, I said to myself, they're going to be very hard betting intermediate. And it turned out they were very hard bet, you know. So it's it's um it's probably sometimes it's the team that you don't expect that yeah. can make these strides. That like um I know from playing league matches against teams that are from the intermediate level, they're definitely the hardest teams to play against because they always have a full complement of players and they're yeah. always mad. They're mad eager to beat the senior teams, you know. So it's it's very tough down there. <laughs> All right, Dennis. Well, listen, I'm going to leave it there. It's been an absolute pleasure in talking to you, sir. Um, I for hope. a man that has so much done for the county, I think everyone, not just myself, would say thank you very much for your service. Um, and Cheers. I hope to have a pint with you. But surely we go to Canute or the wagon wheel or somewhere will get us in shortly. <laughs> we'll, de- we'll definitely go to Canute. Canute is the spot for me. <laughs> Going to Trevor's. That's our oh, yeah. Club. <laughs> it won't right. be long. He'd, have, he'd have us out in the street before we knew it uh, not new with Trevor yeah no not... <laughs> <laughs> alright sir take care Alan alright Dennis appreciate God bless. it bye 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 and of course that was Westmead legend Dennis Lennon on behalf of myself and Murphy wanted to give him a big thanks for coming and having a quick chat with us this evening and we also wish them the best of luck in the championship and league this year. Murph. What? See, he's saying he's not going to play. He reckons he's retired, right? Yeah, we all know that's like. Yeah, oh, but I can tell you here and now. He put up a yoke last night on, I think it was on Facebook. And he put it a, a retired player. And he ran five kilometres in 18 minutes. Jesus Christ. If I tried to ride, if, if I started... <laughs> At the same time as him, running five kilometres, I'd still be running now. <laughs> You're not the only one, I'd be the here. I wouldn't drive, Dan. <laughs> I wouldn't drive in <laughs> eight minutes, never mind 
Run it. So I'd say we'll see him on the pitch. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. I'm looking forward to next week as well. We're going to have a proper look into the Westmead and awfully senior football championships. Really yeah. detailed. Um, and we're going to get in uh, now a little special guest as well. Just do an old bit of talk. Just or I might even I'm get two. I wouldn't say a little now. Yeah, you're right, too. He's too. <laughs> <laughs> well, see how funny you are when you say it to him next week. We'll say nothing just in case he doesn't turn up. I've been trying to get him for the last three weeks. He's the busiest man I ever came across, considering he doesn't work. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I'm going to get more abusive messages for you tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> you are. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for it. Um, He's the man that has sent me messages every week. Since we started this podcast, basically calling me a gobshite. <laughs> what, to be fair We're to We're not going to say who he is, but if you listened closely to the last few episodes, you should know yourself. You have to give him credit, though, because at least he has the ball to say it to you that you are a gobshite. Many people just think you are. Well, that's it. I'd rather you come <laughs> out and say it. Like, you know. <laughs> Nathan, have we any more to talk about? I don't think we do, no. Right, will you go get tea? While you're looking in the window, we might as well get tea. Yeah, Johnny, go in and buy the kettle, will you? Jess is like, no, put that back in, will you? Ah, oh, Jess, here, Murph, we may go. I'm going to kill this. <laughs> right, we leave it. Don't forget, go on to our Facebook. Our Facebook, our, our jersey competition is still running. Yeah, our it's Instagram. running until the end of the month. So all you have to do is like the post, share the post, tag a couple of friends in the post, and make sure you like the page, lads. It was a big problem last time we done the competition. We had a winner picked and they didn't like the page. Yeah, we had to we take had the to curry pick. chips out. We had to go <laughs> somewhere else. So don't forget also, like the posts, share the posts, do what you have to do. Like the page. If you have anything you'd like us to discuss or make a sneer of, you couldn't find two better men. Don't forget, www.kickthefmball.com is our website. You On can sign interweb. up. Yeah, you can sign up. You can sign up. Uh, I think you get something, do you get the podcast sent directly to you or something like that? You get your old podcast sent directly to you. Yeah. And also, for the month of June, we're sending out a flower to everyone that signs up. Jesus, <laughs> can't flowers until the more going to be flat out, so. <laughs> And all those flowers are coming directly from Alan's bank account and not mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay, we leave it there. So. Any show hosts around like that, Murph? Uh, can I make a shout out to me mammy? Make a, just shout out the window. She's standing outside looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> just before we go then, I want to give a big shout out to Martin Cunningham and Dean Monaghan, two boys I used to work with, who have the podcast on in the van religiously, apparently, every week. So a big shout out. There was nothing else to do to listen to us well, No, bollocks. I was chatting Dean on the phone. He says he does really be listening to it when Martin is out doing all the work. <laughs> right, right, okay. <laughs> it's a little bit like when I worked with them, I was out doing all the work when Martin was sitting in the van doing yeah, that. Well, it's <laughs> it kind of goes around in the clock. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, from me, Nedden. And me, Murph. Keep on poking. We'll see you next week. Good luck. Stop taking me fucking lines. No. <laughs>